Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. Your journalism, uh, you know, it's one thing to say 20-year career in journalism. Part of that was was writing, uh, I'm Most sure. of it was writing. Most, Most of it was writing your own books or articles. Uh, where would your articles go? You know, everywhere. What, what publication? What publications would be after those articles? And you know, as a way of alerting people where you can find this kind of communication. Uh, what? That's what, so interesting that you. So no one's ever. I've done hundreds of interviews. No one's ever asked that. Here's why it's interesting. Because this, and this is how I learn in real time, because I talk to a visionary and they make me think about where I come from. And when you know where you come from, then you know where you are and you know where you're going. Just like, you know, you with your cousin and then food right. stamps and me with my dad. Okay. So, so what would happen is regardless of the publication that I worked for, and the last one I was at was at um, a major site in downtown Chicago. It took 15 years of hard work to get to there, get to that. But what would happen is if you wrote an interesting story, it would get picked up by everywhere else. So like I learned, I learned during the story writing process of what actually could go, I guess, for lack of a better term, viral, like what would be clicky. And so then, and then what would happen is um, like how I was connecting is like, definitely most journalists don't do this, but like a story that, that I wrote or even my coworkers would write it would get published on our site. And then I would send that link to, I guess, our what it would be called competitors or other outlets because right. I knew they would, many times they would pick it up and then give us credit first. Um, yeah. And so like literally was doing what I'm doing with PR firm as a journalist. And I mean, no, no journalists do that. <laughs> Journalism is like the most competitive uh, cutthroat uh field on the planet like it's the opposite of entrepreneurship it's like it's just like kill the competition put the other paper out of business but i was never like that it was all collaborative even then yeah drudge uh, <laughs> drudge. <laughs> drudge. i haven't heard that in a long time oh he would always wear those hats and then uh 60 minutes did a big st- what happened to him what happened i think, I think he's still out there is but, he uh, really yeah <laughs> Wow, yeah, I did not probably, know. But uh the thing is that as you you know when you from the beginning you came up with this you were obviously inspired by the word epic. You know when we <laughs> get ready to write books or name companies, you know you save yourself so much time by coming <laughs> up with the word that will cause people to click and like get it where you don't have to explain, 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 explain. And so when you go in with Epic as your lead word, (laughs) (laughs) that's not by accident, you know, that's hilarious. Um, And I appreciate that. And I always think it's hilarious when, um, again, I have zero, zero business background. I didn't know you had to pay taxes four times a year. That probably makes you cringe, but, um, no, I didn't know any of that stuff. Cause that's not why you go into journalism. So it's always funny to me when people spend like years and hundreds of thousands of dollars and, you know, coming up with a name for their company or whatever. So yeah. like <laughs> my wife surprised me with a, a trip to, uh, 
from 40th birthday to this nice um, resort. Um, it was a nice surprise thing. And then on the way up there, I'm like, oh, I'll just start a company and call it Brepic because BR are the first two letters of last name. And then I like, I just like saying the word epic all the time. I just think it's a really great word. As a journalist, would always try to get it into headlines or in the story and would like in conversation, con- it just constantly came up. And now, so now there's, you know, Brepic PR and Brepic Network and there's Brepic youth baseball teams, Brepic scholarships. There will be a Brepic foundation. <laughs> it's just, it's hilarious. I just think it's funny. And then like what, ha- what has happened is, and then you brought it up uh, masterfully here is like, people are like, Oh, I thought I heard the word Epic today. And I, I thought of you, I'm like, really? Yeah, <laughs> that happens all the time. I just think it's funny. And it's a great word. It really is. And epic is a tale. It's a story. Like it literally is a, a story. So yeah. And uh, as you uh, as you talk to people, uh, uh-huh. you know this thing. You're interested in connecting, and that's why you do it so well. And so it are probably, you? It probably. <laughs> thank you. It was probably uh, a vindication of sorts uh, for your career path and your. Mm. Uh, the things you believe in where that thing did. So the book did so well on Kindle because that just showed you're connecting in a really outstanding way Mm. in a super talk about super competitive. I remember when the, I put the book out, I had the publicist and uh, you know, you think your first book, you know, the most important book in the world, I want to make an impact. This is going to be, you know, the next, uh, Next to the Bible, this is going to be the most, you know, uh, bought book of all time. And then, you, then your PR person comes and says, you know, next week there's going to be another twenty or thirty books come out just like yours, right? <laughs> and so, for you to fight through all of that and to get to where you've had the success you've had, recognized as a bestseller status, and uh, uh, ranked number one on Kindle. That's got to give you a vindication. You're on, on the right track, your instincts in terms of connecting with people. Cause that's, mm. that's, that's proof positive. You you're connecting. And so what would you think? Thank you. What would you think uh, uh, drove that? What, what do you think people picked up in the book that caused them to connect other than you're talking about yourself and you're talking and you know, you know, you're not trying to uh, come from a academic thing. You're talking from the real world perspective. No, real but, world. Yeah. Higher yeah. education is the opposite of entrepreneurship for the most part. There are, I mean, education as a whole is the opposite of entrepreneurship. But Would you repeat that that first phrase again? Well, higher education is the opposite of entrepreneurship for the most part. I mean, it's... And so people understand that in the right context. Would you elaborate on that? Well, higher education, I mean... Again, there are exceptions, but higher educations are people that haven't been in the, for the most part, are people that haven't been in the real world, so they don't understand how things actually work, and they're deep thinkers as opposed to active thinkers. Uh, yeah. Those are, yeah, and that's fine. I just, I mean, and then entrepreneurships, entrepreneurs at the highest level never bring up where they went to school, ever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> never. I've never had, I mean, and most of the people I... Uh, let me let me dovetail that most of the people i talk to have incredibly high iq incredibly however many of them barely went to college if not and didn't even graduate high school because that's not what that's not what true intelligence in entrepreneur world actually is i mean all that matters in entrepreneur world is 
is results actually doing something. And so like overthinking is that's torture for me because I'm an activator, but active yeah. thinking is that's great. Like, Oh, think about it. Now do it. That's your, that's your, there's the light, do it. There's your light, do it. So okay, I'm going to give you a theory on that and let you uh, comment it. Okay. And my take on it is that, you know, with the professors, I mean, they're, they well-meaning, <laughs> a lot of them are well-meaning and, you know, they don't see what they don't see. But the thing is, what they don't mm-hmm. see is there's a fine line between mediocrity and greatness. And when you mm-hmm. get in and you don't do things, you have to push yourself to get over that line. I mean, oh. you don't fall backwards over into greatness, you know. And yeah, I, I can tell people, that. you know, in, in, in training, you used to tell people, I don't know how good you're going to be, but you're not going to be good enough to get there no, with no, a half hearted no. effort. You no, know, no, so no. go yes, ahead and don't jump in. Okay. Yeah. So most people are playing not to lose and then entrepreneurs are playing to win. So of someone who's staying in an ivory tower institution is playing not to lose because they're protected by ivory tower institution. So that's playing not to lose. And then someone like that, who's giving you advice on how to, how not to lose as opposed to how that's why, like it's people ask me all the time is like, is there anything else you would have done differently? You know, in this journey, I'm like, well, not really, but the only thing is I guess I would have taken in college or high school an actual entrepreneur class taught by an actual entrepreneur, not a professor who's never really done anything. But even that, like, I'm kind of glad I didn't have any business background because, I mean, this is why I wrote the second book. And and I guess to answer your question, why it's done so well is, you know, I talk to one to two entrepreneurs at the highest level every single week that have let entrepreneur life destroy their family life or prevented them from having a family. And I'm like, right. yeah, so that's not good. And so being a journalist, you don't get into that for employee account revenue and all that stuff. So I just, I'm a dad who happens to be an entrepreneur. So focus on family and network and all this other stuff takes care of itself. So the book is how to build collaborative global companies while putting your loved ones first. And I mean, that's the message. I can't tell you how strongly I believe in that message. One, because you're a litmus test for the people you serve. But, you know, I spend most of my day talking to the world's top entrepreneurs and many of them have destroyed their families or never had a family and never had anything meaningful. And those are the most miserable people on earth because they have all this stuff and they, they don't know what to do with it. And they have nothing of meaning behind it. For those of you who are sick and tired of fooling around and are dead serious about wanting to move up fast, I've got something especially for you. I've combined the best insights from over 40 years in business and making $70 million in income and compressed them into a free webinar. That's right. It's a free resource. If you want to find out exactly what the concepts are that I use in coaching million-dollar earners, register now at WhiteLOnWinning.com you'll discover the five-part framework used by so many to reach their financial, personal, and professional goals. You can find that link in this episode's show notes. And when you talk, you're not, and you're, you're not talking about how you to build a successful company and still keep your family together. You talk about how to build a global company uh, company. And so talk about why you were that specific in your book. Another good question. And you're really getting me to think about this. So you're either born someone like this or you're not. I mean, I, I strongly feel people would choose to make as much money as you want to 
spend as much time with your family as you want to do what you like to do and what you're good at. Think like this. But most people, they're not like that. So I've always thought at a global level. Um, and then COVID just enhanced that. When COVID started, I think two days after it started, I'm like, this will be the greatest opportunity of all time for people with the right mindset. And that's what it, that's what it's been. But it's, it's always been thinking that. It's always been thinking that. And uh, again, I think because of my parents, um, just where I come from, got that full global wisdom, especially from my father, who was uh, you know, in Europe, served in Europe, World War II, and then was in the Korean War as well. And there was a full global traveler. Like, you know, my brain just, it simplifies everything into patterns. So the formula for creating a successful global company is very simple. It's very simple. Okay. So here it is. This is the whole thing is you see a problem, create solution, problem solved, successful global company. So see a problem, create solution, problem solved, successful global company. So with PR firm, created entire company based on how PR firms annoyed me for 20 years, saw a problem, created solution, problem solved, successful global company. It solves the problem. So it doesn't matter where the partner's located. It doesn't matter what they do unless it's politics, because then I ignore it. And it doesn't matter how big the company is. That's completely meaningless. It just solves the problem. So it works anywhere, any size, any industry. We just only partner with visionaries who want to change the world. How did the PR companies and what about them? Mm, what was uh, the problem? Yeah. What the yeah. Problem? What, what, what's the, what, what is the genesis, the root, the, 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 the how does that play out? You're and why laugh. did you have such a problem? Yeah, you're going to laugh. So any great entrepreneur, they see a, a problem or a loophole and then they create the solution and they solve it. So it's the same. So yep. all I hear, it's, it's the same thing over and over. Right. So I was annoyed by useless press releases. As a journalist, you receive useless press releases from hundreds of people every single day. <laughs> useless, and the press releases talk about what you do, and nobody cares. Right. <laughs> that's yes. a, well, that's yeah. a problem. Right. <laughs> and yet people keep doing the same. That's annoying. So our firm, I mean, and by the way, the firm's entire process is on the website. There's no, I never knew what. I never knew what PR firms do because they never put what they're doing on the website. So my firm's entire solutions on the site, but we create stories. Uh, they become links on clients' website under news or blogs. So it look like a story you see in the, you know, Land and Journal Constitution, whatever that is, and then take that link pitch to media, and then media is immediately interested. So and then it's intro, 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 intro. It just cuts through all this nonsense that most people are dealing with. And uh, how did you, <laughs> how did you turn that into? Uh, how does the network side of it come in? That's a that's a great question. So um, the second company is a SaaS platform. It's LinkedIn without the BS. I like LinkedIn, uh, but most of LinkedIn is BS. So it's the same yeah. formula. See, So the problem with all these, these platforms is they let everyone in. People at the highest level don't have time for that. So we created a high price point invite-only connectivity platform. So I can barely hold a pencil. Uh, so me creating a, a SaaS platform, that would not work. I would electrocute myself, die, have a nervous breakdown. So my partner, I'm in Chicago. My partner, I would describe him. His name's Mark Fujiwara. Most of his day is doing eight and nine figure deals. Uh, I would describe him. I'm happy to introduce you to him if you'd like, by the way. Sure, he well. is a he's a visionary integrator. So he's full backstage, but he's a he's a bigger visionary than I am. Um, so he, I let, I, I talk about it and then I introduce people to him and then he does his magic with them. Um, 
And then I am an integrating visionary. So I'm full front stage, but I also can follow through, which is very, very rare for people like us. Usually people like us have teams of many, 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 many people because um, there's no follow through. I have high quick start and high follow through. And so basically what it is, is technology for what for what already doing with PR firm through media. It's just connections for anything. You want a, your movie script done. You want to sell your company for nine figures. Uh, you know, you want 10 new coaching clients. Like that's literally all it is. And uh, how did you meet? If you said it's Mark, Mark Fujiwara. Yeah, we met. We yeah. uh, met virtually. We're both in an entrepreneur group called Strategic Coach uh, 10X. I'm very confident saying it's one of the top entrepreneur groups in the world. Dan Sullivan is the the co-founder. Mark and I have met two times in person. Once at the launch party, and then my wife Sarah and I went to visit Mark and his wife Amy in San Francisco a couple months ago for dinner. So we've done all of this virtually. Besides that. I heard this a long time ago and it was really, really helpful. They said a lot of revolutions mm -hmm. are, most revolutions are won with just a few people at the center, you know? Oh, and yeah, uh, yeah. once you, it's a big thing, people listening to this right now, uh, it's a big thing when you find those make or break people in, yes. your, in your life. And so talk about how you and Mark came to uh i'm trying to get myself centered in this how you two came to uh uh gather yes how you found each other and all of that because it's a lot of times it's, it's totally random you know? oh i don't believe in randomness no i stopped okay. believing in randomness a long time ago yeah things oh, are oh, yeah. okay oh, yeah. well you could you can correct me so go ahead oh well the i mean the only proof like um, the only proof of God that I need is that someone like my wife married me. Like that makes no sense. And I'm just like, all right, that's on, that's God. Thank you for that one. Cause she's like a pediatrician. So warmth, empathy rules, caring order, calendar items lists. And then I'm full maniac entrepreneur. So like people meet my wife and they're like, they get confused. <laughs> so that's the only proof that I need. And, um, yeah. And with Mark, you know, um, one of the chapters is in the in the new book is um, find your babs or have your babs find you. Um, and most people have no idea what I'm talking about. But um, so in one of the entrepreneur groups I'm in, strategic coach Dan Sullivan's the co-founder, and uh, he's good at talking and talking in front of people, but actually running a business that's a that wouldn't go well. So his wife slash co-founder strategic coach is named Babs Smith. Um, Dan without Babs is a bad situation, much like me without my wife in, in real life is a bad situation. And then, so I was talking to Dan, I'm like, oh, I need to find my Babs because uh, Babs is the one that made strategic coach. And he's like, no, no, have, have your Babs find you. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. I'll do that. Activate, maximize, achieve. So uh, there's this tool called the impact filter and it's like you list all the things that you you know need to have in your partner and how how it works out and um so i started sending out to some of my friends people i trusted and one of them was mark fujiwara and uh uh he's the yin to my yang and he's like oh that's a great idea let's do that i'm like okay let's do it so that's how we started our partnership and then i call him babs all the time which he's like oh you're my babs mark <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. 
Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whiteallonwinning.com. Thanks for listening.